You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Make melody in your heart is the title of this devotion. We're going through the book of Ephesians in these devotions, so if you like to maybe hear more about it, you can go back into the devotions I've done over the last few weeks and you can listen to some of the thoughts of this incredible book, which is called The Grand Canyon of Scripture, believe it or not. And that's because of the majesty of Christ that unveils to us. When Paul wrote this from prison, when he also wrote Philippians, I think, and Colossians and Philemon, I mean, what incredible revelation we receive in such a cons- consecrated, concentrated, wonderful way. How the Holy Spirit lays it all out for us through His servant is absolutely phenomenal. But one of the statements that Paul makes to you and me, I think is vital for us to hear. And that's why I went ahead and did one devotion just on this, even though the subject is too big to even do justice to it, but at least we can touch it. And I think when you touch the holy things, they begin to give you a desire for them. They begin to give you an inclination for them. And I think if there's anything we should have a desire for is to worship to sing unto the Lord, to make melody in our hearts to God. It says here in Ephesians 5 verse 19, speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. You see, how we speak to one another can have be so affected by how we spend time with the Lord. If you live in that continual worship and praise to the Lord, it comes out of the way you talk to people. It comes out of the way you say things, the tone you use. You see, I think that sometimes we're out of tune because the tone we use can be depressive or can be cantankerous, or making people feel you, you're upset with them or against them. And maybe you don't mean for them to feel them, but that is the tone of your heart. And I think as we spend time with the Lord in prayer and in His Word, our hearts are tuned to Him. It's like a pianist. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but when I was a little boy, The piano was one of the main instruments in the church. And so the tuner, the man who would tune the piano, he would come and the way he would do that with his instrument and how he could just listen to the tune and perfect the tune to harmonize all the keys, all the strings in that piano, that when the hammer would hit that string, It would make that sound that would harmonize with the next and with the next and with the next. 
And you see, I believe that the loving Heavenly Father longs for us to be able to harmonize and not be out of tune that you mean to say something, but what the other person hears is something else because you're out of tune. And so I want to encourage you today. I love this verse from Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17, and I'll read to you from the Living Bible first. Listen to this. I love this. Listen, it's the Living Bible, Zephaniah 3, 17 and verse 18. Cheer up. Don't be afraid. For the Lord your God has arrived to live among you. He is a mighty Savior. He will give you victory. He will rejoice over you in great gladness. He will love you and not accuse you. Is that a joyous choir I hear? Nope. It is the Lord himself exulting over you in happy song. Now listen to this same verse from the classic Amplified. Zephaniah 3. Um, I'll pick it up with the second part of verse 16. Let not your hands sink down or be slow and listless. No, no life in it. Verse 17. The Lord your God is in the midst of you, a mighty one, <clears throat> a savior who saves. He will rejoice over you with joy. He will rest in silent satisfaction and in his love, he will be silent and make no mention of past sins or even recall them. He will exalt over you with singing. To tune our hearts to harmonize with the Lord affects how we associate with those around us. For me, the tone I use in talking with Virginia, the way I say things, the words I choose are completely affected, and I know this, that I know this, because of my time with the Lord. When I've had time with the Lord like I do every morning early, I read his word, I worship, I pray in the Holy Ghost, I pray the prayers of faith, I pray the living word of God, I worship the Heavenly Father. It tunes me and it harmonizes me with him and then the spirit by which I speak to Virginia, the tone I use, the words I use, is what brings this harmony into our home of love, of strength, of faith, of hope. And I understand Dear friends, all of us need tuning at times. I think about King David. What a worshiper. What a phenomenal worshiper. But listen to one of his most messianic, powerful psalms. Not the most. Psalm 110 would be the most messianic psalm. But Psalm 40 is one of those and here he says, Messianic means the revelation of Christ. And, and many words out of this psalm are used in the New Testament. He says in Psalm 40, verse 1, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me and heard my cry. Can I say this? If you don't right away feel a connection, don't just give up. You say, wow, I prayed an hour and I felt nothing. Well, pray another hour, 
and pray another hour and pray another hour. And before you, that's like going to the gym and saying, I worked out for an hour and I don't see any difference in my muscles. Actually, the opposite, I feel pain. Well, don't give up, keep going. And before you know it, you'll see a difference. And that's the same spiritually true. <laughs> I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me, heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit out of the miry clay and set my feet upon a rock and established my steps. Here it comes. He has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. Many will see it and fear and will trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust. He's put a new song. Sometimes we sing the blues, complain, oh, my life is rough. Oh, I have a difficult, you know, and every time it's the same song. When maybe the opposite is true, but it's just a habit that we have a habit of, of life is rough, life is tough. And I'm not saying that life can be challenging, but you sure make your life no easier by singing the blues. You make your life a lot easier if you just worship the Lord and praise the Lord. And David, he understood that we in the conflict with our own emotions and the conflict with the demonic presence in this world, the evil spirits of darkness in this world, the Bible calls them, we can really see a change come by worshiping and singing. Remember when King Saul became so depressed that evil spirits began to torment him. And somebody said, you need somebody who makes melody to God. And that will change the atmosphere. And David was brought in and took his harp and began to worship as a young man. He was maybe 16, 17 years old and he was worshiping and the atmosphere was filled with worship and the demonic spirits fled away and Saul, the king, was comforted and the Lord brought rest in the situation. And you see, the kind of music you give yourself over to will affect everything in your life. It will affect everything. And I will encourage you, make melody in your hearts to the Lord and the way you talk to others will see its difference. One of the things David said here, I will love you, O Lord, my strength, in Psalm 18. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn strength of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Oh, that psalm was a psalm in my upbringing that came out of my father and mother's house. Out of my father's, I will call upon the Lord. Uh, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. The Lord liveth, and blessed be the rock, and let the God of my salvation be ex well, exalted. I haven't sang that forever. <laughs> it shows you when you are raised on marching orders of praise, 
how that will stay with you. It's kind of what David says in Psalm 104. Oh, I love what he says here in Psalm 104. Listen to it. Psalm 104, verse 33. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. May my meditation be sweet to him. I will be glad in the Lord. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. No. Dear friends, maybe, maybe you need a new song. Maybe you've been singing for me. My life is rough and tough. Instead of count your blessings, count them on all and forget none. You know, friends, we sometimes forget to give God thanks for the things that we take for granted. When I met somebody, Virginia needed a uh, photo taken of something. I can't remember now. And we went to the hospital and the young man working there had no fingers on his hand, but just a little little thingy sticking out. And I saw that and was so moved that I wanted to say, can I help you? But I thought, don't you dare say a word, Robert. And I saw that man, while he had a handicap, do his work excellently with such a sweet positive attitude. It inspired me. And here I have all my fingers and don't always think about how blessed I am. Or it's like the man or the woman who has no leg and yet they can run a race and they are honored to be running that race instead of poor me. And I understand you can be in a place where the shock of your circumstances has so beaten you down and oh, how good it is when God lifts you out of despair. He lifts you out of that horrible pit of despair of disappointment of pain and hurt out of maybe what you went through that was difficult to bear or impossible to bear but he lifts you out of it and he puts a new song in your mouth and I tell you if there's ever something that inspires you and me it ought to be Psalm 126 Psalm 126 describes the song God gave to his people when they came back from captivity in Babylon. Oh my goodness. And don't think that that return from captivity was an easy journey or that that was a coming home to the paradise of their past. No, they came home to the destruction of the enemy. The city walls had been completely destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar and the temple had been destroyed. Everything, the palaces had been burned. Everything was destroyed under Sedekia. I think he was called the king who rebelled against, uh, who had been put in charge by Nebuchadnezzar and rebelled against him. And he came back the second time and flattened everything. So for the people to come home to all of the past wiped away, you know, in I think it's Micah. It talks about the same thing, that when the people came back with the new song, 
rejoicing to rebuild, to restore, to see God give more than ever before, to see the promises he had given through Jeremiah and Isaiah come to pass. The new people who were restoring were singing with joy, but the old people who had seen the former glory were wailing and wailing and wailing. And then it says that the sound of the happy song overruled the song, sound of the unhappy song. It triumphed above it. Folks, God would give you a song that triumphs above your sorrows, that triumphs above your, of your disappointments in life. Kind of like what David said in Psalm 27, I will lift up my voice above my adversaries and offer a shout of praise to God. In other words, I'm going to rise above all this opposition. I'm going to rise above all this disappointment. I'm going to rise above all these trials. I am not going to sit here like God doesn't care or he's not here to help me. No, I'm going to worship and praise the Lord and rise above it. Folks, you've got to rise up in Jesus' name. You've got to say, that's it. I've had it. I'm rising up. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to be glad. I'm going to say that the Lord is good and His mercy endures forever, lest I be consumed by my circumstances. Lamentations 3, verse 21 through 26. Oh, listen to this Psalm 26, 126. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we are glad. Bring back our captivity, O Lord, as the streams of the fresh breath of the fresh refreshing waters of the south. Those who sow in tears shall reap Enjoy. He who continuously goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. And he makes, he uses those who go into the harvest, they're hungry, they desperately need food, and they've been weeping for the longing for food and nourishment, and they go into the harvest and bring it again and make their meals and have an abundance of joy. And the Lord is saying, I know that you've gone without these 70 years, but I'm going to restore and give more than ever before. Now take this to heart and let the Holy Spirit give you a new song that you can make melody in your heart towards God that causes you to speak to one another with the sweet spirit of God's favor and blessing. Amen. Have a good day.